Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower... It's the one, the only, Pucko Podcast! Hey, Thatch, you ready to record the podcast? Oh, yeah, I just gotta look up some uh, tasty deets on uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon. It's Pucko! Pucko! It's Pucko! Pucko! And welcome to the 234th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host here today with my wonderful co-host, Ethan and Scrum. And we are here to bring you, of course, another Pucklicious episode. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League. And we are more than just a Pokemon podcast. We are also a Pokemon community. So if you have the time and you like what we're saying, you can come and check us out at PucklePodcast.com and hang out and we can play some Pokemon. But that's not what you're here for right now. You're here to listen to some Pokemon talk. And we're, we're ready to give it to you. Yes, yes, we have been using all of the Pokemon clothing in Mitomo. That's the hot information you want, right? Like <laughs> I have what not what Pokemon Mitomo. clothes are in Mitomo? I'm in, and oh. I, I've got the answers for you here. All I lied. Them? I don't have the answers. All of them? I I don't know. I don't. I haven't played Mitomo. I've been intending to. I just haven't been able to get into it. I have a strong desire to never play Mitomo. I played it uh, the first, like, for, like, a week really, really strong, and it was really addicting, and now I've kind of stopped. So, I guess I'll ask you guys what I ask you guys every time. What have you been up to Pokemon lately? Scrawn, how about you? I'm just going to take a pass. Ethan, how about you? I'm going to take a pass. You're going to take a pass? I haven't been up to anything Pokemon. I've I've just been paying attention to the news. Three months? I've been at school. I've been at finals. <laughs> working on movies. Uh, All right, and those movies about Pokemon? Are any of your movies good? That's a good question. I think that's a valid question. Um, I've been working on some good stuff. Okay. Uh, like, I I haven't been on any major productions that I was heading. I've been, like, gaffing a lot of projects, yeah. but that's really it. Okay. Um, I've been paying attention to the news, though, so I mean, that's I Pokemon. believe that you've been taking 
paying attention to the news. Yeah. I believe you. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> what about you, Scrum? What turn? have you been up to? Oh, well, let me get started. Um, I've been all about those games that contain obscure Pokemon references but aren't quite Pokemon. Recently, I played through the entirety of the extensively long game Evil Land 2, which has various Pokemon references, like occasionally you'll see a Snorlax statue somewhere. Um, uh, uh, oh, oh, okay. Um, yes, uh, so there's like a Mew thing in it that like yeah. will tell you the push buttons and stuff. And the more interesting thing is um i've been looking into the dragon ball z pokemon rom hack and i think it's hilarious is it yeah you can like catch majin boo and stuff well that's kind of silly actually um well i guess we have differing opinions there <laughs> he didn't say it's a bad silly he said I, it's just yeah, silly i just said it was silly man i'm not i'm not oh. i'm not okay. razzing you okay okay sure Sure <laughs> yeah, um, I'm just I'm just a very ob- obscure type of nerd thing. I'm not I'm, I'm not too interested in what's I, I've been through the whole new gen hype again and again. I'm interested. Oh, I in mean, what's, what's I was actually just things. talking about this yesterday on the live show about how we're all like slightly desensitized to this. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, this is this is the sixth time I've gone through like new Pokemon hype. And it's just kind of like, at this point, it's like starting to die down. Mm. But obviously, we're going to be talking about that a lot more later. Hey, man, speak for yourself. I'm hyped. I mean, I'm hyped, too. It's just like, I'm just getting desensitized to it a little bit. Much like Thatch, uh, Scrum peaked in Gen 4. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I was super hyped for uh, Gen Gen 5 when it happened. I was, and like Gen 6, I I mean, I'm going to feel this way, like, again, in like, uh, give it five months. Like one Pokemon Sun and Moon are like a month out. I'm gonna be right there with bells and whistles on, being super hyped. <laughs> the mental image with bells and whistles on, man. That's exactly the image you need to have. Exactly. <laughs> I hope they're soothe bells and uh, oh, absolutely Azure whistles. Damn it! What is? Sorry. What is the? What is the whistle? Uh, is wait, is there a whistle? No, there's like an eon flute. I think that's the closest thing. There's there's a lot of flutes. There's a pokey flute. There's an eon flute, and then you've got like a bunch of glass flutes. The sky melodica. What did I guys? Did I ever tell you guys about that time that I got stuck when I was re, uh, when I was playing Heart Gold and Soul Silver? No, because I di- I didn't know how to get the Snorlax to move. Wait, did you not I play did... Gold and Silver? Oh wait, no, no, you no, no, with I Gen I, no, 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 I played Gold and Silver. You did. I just but... forgot. <laughs> I was I, like, I'd forgotten what it was. And it was such a no-brainer thing that I couldn't find any information on it online. Because I just, like, <laughs> could, I must have flipped through that text or whatever. Um, so I had to ask my friend and she helped me out. That's that actually is... really good. I'm a, I'm a fan. That's yeah. it. That's my anecdote. That's your anecdote? Pokemon fosters cooperation. I mean, that's its whole point, right? Yep. Also, uh, catch Pokemon, beat, beat up little kids for the lunch money, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's kind of the early Pokemon. Yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> um, 
Uh, well, let's see. Uh, as for myself, I have been spending a lot of time uh, running through Alpha Sapphire because I want a Kyogre with the Pentagon uh, <laughs> for VGC. So I've been running through that. I've been I'm just like using a bunch of Pokemon that I never got to use in like playthroughs before and stuff. It's actually a good time. Um, I'm I'm trying to run like a Provo Pass throughout the game, just oh. to see how like that. It's such an awful option. Like Agron's the same typing. And it's so much better at what it does. Wait a minute. I had the best Probo Pass a long time ago, but I traded it for Hidden Power Fire Roserade, and I do not regret it. And I mean, her no, na- don't. name was Agatha. And Agatha was the first 5IV Pokemon that I ever, like, fully trained. And yeah. it was the fun fact. Fun fact. Was this pre-Gen 6? No, this is Gen 6. Okay. Because yeah. I was going to say, like, 5 IVs pre-Gen 6, very impressive. <laughs> no, 3 IVs Gen 5. 3 IVs um, Gen 5. Yeah, oh, I man. wouldn't go above that. It's too hard. No, I would never go above 3 in Gen 5. It was just too much of a hassle. But uh, the nice thing about uh, Probo Pass is that you can do a late Volt Switch set with that. Mm-hmm. Which uh, can be beneficial. And also, you've got Stealth Rocks. You've got a powerful Rock-type special move in Power Gem and mm-hmm. Thunder Wave. You are 100% correct. 100% correct. Yeah, so I'm running through that. Um, I haven't done too much other Pokemon stuff lately. I had a really bad week. But that's completely unrelated to Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> outside of the news. The news was good. I like the news. Uh, <laughs> I'm Hashtag sure has- Team Rowlet. Oh man, we're not even gonna go there right now. Um, I well, I have blame to say that we're gonna save for the topic today, but um, the Pokemon news was definitely pleasantly was was a pleasant surprise. Well, not a surprise, but it was very nice to see that we got the things that we did. Yeah, and yeah, I mean that's where I am with that. And oh man, I don't know what else I'm gonna say here. Uh, on yeah. to the next segment. Yeah, on to the next segment, I guess, guys. We're going to kick it on over and talk about all of the other news that happened this week that you all missed. So we are going to cue the epic music. Coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower, this just in. And on to the news today. So, obviously, there's a huge Pokemon trailer that dropped, and we're all going to want to talk about that. So, we will get there in whatever amount of time we get there. But there are some, there are a few other things for us to talk about today. First of all, the Shiny Xerneas is still online right now. You can download that until Tuesday, the 17th of May. So do that if you're in North America. Get your shiny Xerneas downloaded onto your XY or Omega Ruby or Alpha Sapphire cartridges. Or all of them. Or all of them, absolutely. Just I mean, it's a pretty fancy game, you know what I mean? Uh, you mm-hmm. should definitely do it if you get the opportunity. Um, and so shiny Xerneas is up for grabs. That also means you've, shiny Yvette will be up for grabs, I believe, later this week. I'd have to double check. Um, uh, also, the Johto Classic is still on its way. For those of you who are interested in competing in more official uh, Nintendo tournaments online, the Johto Classic, of course, is just like the Kanto Classic, except you can use everything up to Johto. You can use items this time because items were introduced in Generation 2, 
And registration starts this week, May 19th, and goes until the 26th. And the battles uh, are from May 27th to May 29th. Some news on the shiny Veltal. It appears to start distribution on the 20th, and it goes to the 26th. That is Level it. 100, knows the moves Oblivion Wing, Sucker Punch, Dark Pulse, and Foul Play. Ooh, shiny. Uh, <laughs> really all there is to it. Um, yep. Uh, the, uh, this was a light news week if you don't talk about the big news. Um, it's we, been pretty light except for our main topic. Today. Yeah, obvious, I mean, but that, that's a pretty heavy topic. And so, <laughs> um, Also, if you're just like, man, my 3DS themes are like super boring right now. Um, they, we came, they came out with a, they just dropped a bunch of new 3DS themes that came out in Japan not too long ago. So you can dress them up. I'm actually going to go buy some like right after this. I am a big <laughs> fan of like 3DS themes and they came out with this really cool Ash Greninja one, but most importantly, I see it. That's, that's, in, that's a neat looking. More importantly, I'm a bigger fan of the red and green, um, like theme. That one's mm. really cool. I'm a big fan of that one. So, also, if you're into, like, I think this is called the Pokemon Radiant Collection. It's something to do with, like, cute Pokemon or something like that. It looks very fairy-type themed. So, check that out if you're interested in that. Crank uh, the cuteness up to 11 on your 3DS. Yeah, or you could just be awesome and download the Pokemon Red and Blue theme. That's really cool looking. Get weird looks on the bus with, with the uh, Radiant <laughs> Collection theme. <laughs> I feel like I feel like if you're just like a grown person and you're playing Pokemon, you're already getting those looks. I don't think people care. Like people are like, "Oh, that's that's fine." And then you go to your your like your homepage on your 3DS, and it's, uh, you know what? No, I'm going to do that now. I'm going to see what people think. I'm going to install do that do theme. It. Do that and research I'll, for us, please. Do and I'm going to be in class, like at the back of my classroom, playing Pokemon on my adorable pink DS or 3DS. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, no, th I mean this is this is the type of news we're de we're degraded to right now. Um, we're we're also gonna be also if you play the TCG online and you're just like man, I wish I could play this on my not iPad tablet. Uh, good news for you, you can now run a not buggy version of it on Android. Um, the beta is finally complete, and you can go ahead and check it out. Um, just download it. It's free, obviously, just like the desktop application and the um, iPad application. So if you were like, man, I want to play some TCG online on my Android tablet, go for it. <laughs> I'm, I'm really upset that that app actually has not made its way to, like, phones. Mm -hmm. Like, Hearthstone's on the phone. Hearthstone give, takes give it time. a lot of space, too. Yeah, it, it does take up a lot of space, but I mean, I would rather have the Pokemon TCG online on my phone. You know how easy it would be to like scan codes and stuff? I could be like, oh man, I just opened a pack. Just chink. Use that little <laughs> QR code. Again, once Nintendo gets more ingrained in the like the Apple ecosystem, I'm sure that they're, will come. They're doing a really good job right now, actually. Like, they're they're coming into the mobile market pretty strong. There's some words on like a Fire Emblem mobile game, and. Um, I think Animal Crossing as well. So when you're done playing Mitomo, Ethan, you can go play these instead. Like some real Nintendo IPs. I'll be marking the time like waiting. Right as soon as I finish Mitomo, which I'm never gonna touch. I mean, why would you? I don't think Mitomo is like a game with like an end. <laughs> I, 
it's just like, like life it's like a social network actually college humor did like a hilarious video um uh it was if quitting me tomo was like quitting facebook and it's this one guy like talking about deleting his me tomo and they're all reacting to him like he's doing like deleting his facebook it's pretty good in other news i deleted my facebook from my phone ah from your phone yeah because i i got one of those five gigabyte phones oh like is it like an iphone thing or what is it yeah it's an iphone like the uh like the color the iphone c's or whatever it is yeah okay i mean that's fine How how many megabytes is facebook on your phone it's like 988 megabytes. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's really that's hefty, on... Facebook. Yep. That's. Uh, wow. Just... I didn't realize it was that big. Yep. I kept Messenger, though. It's, too... it's just, I don't know why the main application takes up so much space. Anyway, this isn't yeah. Pokemon related. No. No. <laughs> no, not Pokemon related at all. Uh, we, I, I think that's, that's pretty much it for the news outside of the trailer that was dropped earlier this week so we will go ahead and uh we will kick it on to the next segment it's not the topic today so we will we're gonna do a new segment for you guys today and we're gonna see how it works out so we're gonna go to that guys so we will catch you on the opposite side of this bumper And welcome to Pokemon or Puckles Pokemon Trivia. I already messed up the intro. This is our going to be our new game show where we ask our co-host a bunch of Pokemon trivia, specifically five questions. And what we're going to do is we're going to keep score on how our hosts are doing throughout the year. And at the end of the year, the host with the most will get some sort of prize that has yet to be determined. Uh, so we are going to jump right on in. We have Scrawn and Ethan here, obviously, today. So they are going to be asked a series of five questions. They are allowed to answer them as a team. You are not allowed to use Google. Um, <laughs> so uh, we're going to jump right on in, though, guys. Are you ready? Yeah. Are we going to pretend that the prize isn't just going to be Jirachi? Uh, like, is that? <laughs> it's not a Jirachi. It's not going to be a Jirachi. I was thinking more like a fruit basket, or at least like me promising you one. You mean okay. you're not going to make my wish come true? <laughs> We'll we'll figure out what the prize is. Chocolate covered strawberries for sure. Oh, you want chocolate? Okay. How about how about if Ethan wins at the end of the year, he gets chocolate covered strawberries. Sounds good. Done. I want chocolate covered raspberries. Okay, we can make something happen. Chocolate covered cherry berries from Pokemon. All right, let's jump right on in though, guys. I have our first question for you. I am also going to give you uh, only one minute to answer these questions and discuss amongst yourself. Um, Okay. So the first, oh, so we're on a we're on a team. Yeah, you're on a team. You guys can. Yeah. Okay, you guys are on a team. Uh, every week, it's just much easier than having you guys like try to answer them individually. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. So here we go. Then, let me let me get my stopwatch up so we can go ahead and get this done the right way. So first question. This should be a pretty easy one. What is the largest Pokemon? Uh, this is by Pokedex height. Uh, for future reference. Okay, so like largest in mass or uh, volume? In 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 height. Height. Uh, it I'm should pretty, be easy, but it doesn't sound easy. I think it's Waylord. Um, that would I be was, my. I was yes. gonna say Groudon, but you're probably right. 
I think Groudon is the heaviest, so that would be by mass, but by volume, yeah. Waylord is the largest. But if it's height, then it could just be a really tall Pokemon. That no, 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 it's by Pokedex height. It's by Pokedex height. Like, whatever the Pokedex says. Okay. How mm. big would Waylord be, though? Is, is Waylord bigger than Kyogre? 30 seconds, um, guys. Yes. Uh, let's just let's just say Waylord and get it done. Okay, Waylord. The answer is Waylord, so you got yeah, that one correct. Nice. Uh, Waylord work. is the largest Pokemon. I believe it's like 47 meters or something like that. Wow. Nice. That's it, a it's big, nice. big hunk of air. That would never fit into a gym. <laughs> All right, mm. so the next one, uh, which I believe you guys could actually answer already. Uh, what is the heaviest Pokemon? by pokedex weight obviously Crowd <laughs> you gave it away thatch <laughs> yeah I know. It's, like, it's groudon then it uh primal groudon that's yes, the that correct one. answer right there yes. primal groudon <laughs> is the correct answer okay so now they're gonna get stepped up a little bit i i just wanted to warm you guys up see if you guys can understand what's going on here um now you're all gonna probably really be really upset so bring the pain oh it's gonna happen uh, what is the Pokemon? What is a what is the highest level Pokemon? Uh, what Pokemon that is wild has the highest level? Hmm. Interesting. Oh. Okay. Well, let's start where we can like think. I think Volcarona you can catch at level seventy. Can but, you? Yeah. Maybe. Aren't there legend? I, I, like, aren't there a lot of legendaries that are seventy? Isn't isn't like. Hmm. Hmm. maybe though i know in gen 5 they're like the musketeer trio maybe i don't think so i think those are like 50 or something yeah um let's just take a stab at wait what is uh you guys hmm. have 23 seconds okay let's keep thinking for a bit mm. what about Kyrem? Uh, Kyrem? like isn't that that that's like 50 also though i think um, is there no level 100 pokemon you can catch oh wait if we're seconds. talking about Global Dream Link, then you can catch the one level 100 event Arceus in the Dream Forest. That's our answer. Uh, that Arceus. is incorrect. Um, we The answer is actually Magikarp. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you can actually catch Magikarp at level 100. <laughs> what? Okay. Uh, yeah. You can catch level 100 Magikarps. Let me figure out. I I meant to write this down beforehand, but you can definitely catch them at level 100. Um, there's a particular okay. place where you are allowed to catch them at level 100 in the games. Okay, fair enough. Why, why would you even... Why would you want to? I don't know, but it's possible. That's that's the whole point of trivia. <laughs> you can. <laughs> okay, I am going to ask you question number four. Um, it's going to be a little <laughs> bit rougher. Uh <laughs> Oh, rougher uh, than that? Okay. What is the only fire-type Pokemon that can learn Powder Snow? Ooh. Ooh. Um, okay, let's think. Oh, all right. Ooh, is it oh, dual-type or mono-type? I'm not get, I can't get... This come is on. A, it, ah, come on, Matt. You're breaking man. my balls here. You're breaking my balls. <laughs> uh, let's oh, think. God. I don't uh, even know... Maybe we know. should insert some, like, lifelines, you know? Uh, 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 uh. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I I don't know. I don't know. Uh, um, <laughs> Scrawn's like over here dying. Just list off fire types and let's see if they sound right. Um, it's not. I, I, I'm going through them so quickly in my head. 
Um, Magmortar, maybe? I don't... Uh, no, it's not Magmortar. It's a true evolution. It, 15 so think seconds. Si- think sing- single evolution Pokemon. Um, um, more likely that way. Uh, 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 seven heat seconds. More? No, not Heatmore. Um, just, just... Uh, uh, okay, time's up here, guys. Make your guess. Uh, Heatmore. The answer is not Heatmore. The answer is Sunny Day Cast Form. Oh, of course. Oh, that's, my that's, God. Wow. Come on. Uh, you know, that's, I feel like if we had another three hours, we would have gotten that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, I, I think register is like, oh, man. Maybe maybe I'll insert like a lifeline in this game next time where you guys can get a hint. Um, we okay. do have your last question here, though. Um, what Pokemon gains the most weaknesses upon evolution? Oh. Oh, oh, oh. Got it? Oh, oh. Um, it might be... Oh, wait. It's It could be Masquerain, but gains oh. most weaknesses. Yeah. That's a good Let's question. Um, is, is it something that 30 seconds, up, I'll give you guys a hint. There's something that picks up a, like, like a flying type or... Yeah. A flying type or like a rock type all right 30 mm. seconds uh hint because i we're gonna institute a lifeline system next time um this pokemon completely changes its type upon evolution oh uh <laughs> i know this should be coming to mind it just completely changes these are really hard trivia questions, Thatch. Oh my gosh! I, I I told you I gave you fair warning, right? Uh, I, I, how I, it's not a minute. Possibly... I'll give you another. I'll give you another thirty seconds. Okay, thanks, thanks. All right. Because uh, oh, I think oh, this is a yes. fun piece of trivia. Here. Is is it a, is it a normal to like? It's a normal to something else type. Okay. Oh. Um, a normal. Oh. Um. Is it maybe? Azuril? I was uh, yeah. Uh, is that uh, your answer? That's that's my that, that was gonna be my guess as well. That's Let's go with this. Correct. Uh the okay. answer is actually Eevee, one of the Vols in the Leafeon. Oh. Uh, when it evolves <laughs> in the Leafeon, it gains in a, it gains uh five new weaknesses, which is the most uh I, I think it's four weaknesses it adds to its already fighting type. Everyone's so, favorite evolution. Everybody's favorite evolution, Leafeon, gains the most weaknesses when evolving from its uh, pre-evolution, Eevee. You've won, Leafeon. You've won. You guys uh, have gotten two correct today, then. Uh, Maybe those questions were a little rough. Uh, We will adjust. I like it, though. I like how hard those are. They they were good questions. I appreciate those. Uh, They make you think. And so uh, that's it today for Puckle's Pokemon Trivia. We are definitely going to have a better name for this next time. Uh, <laughs> uh, so you both have two points. You can like chalk that up on the board. Whatever you guys need to do. We're gonna get destroyed by Whimsicott. Uh, maybe I don't know if <laughs> she could have answered these questions. Uh, so well, there we go. Uh, we will come right on back. We're gonna take a short break here, guys, and we will come on back with the topic today. So we will see you on the flip side. Hey, it's Thatch, and I wanted to let you know how you can improve your Puckle experience. First, you can come to PucklePodcast.com, where we have a chat box and forums where you can talk to many other Pokemon fans who also listen to the show. You can keep up to date 
on the latest Puckle news by following us on our Twitter, liking our Facebook page, subscribing to our subreddit, and following our Tumblr. Don't forget to review us on iTunes, though. It helps us find more people to come and hang out with us, and we can have larger tournaments because of it. And, if you're feeling generous, we also have a Patreon, where you can donate in return for some awesome rewards. And as always, thanks for listening, and for all the support you give us. Catch you guys on the flip-flop. And onto the topic today. Our topic today is definitely everything that happened in these Pokemon Sun and Moon trailers this past week on, I believe, Tuesday, May 10th. So it was it was a nuts week. There's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of information being distributed. And uh, I think the first question, though, uh, well, the first thing that we should bring to mind, if you have not seen these trailers, go check them out. You can find them on YouTube at the Pokemon channel or, well, you can find the American one or the European one. But if you, the Japanese trailer is actually really cool as well. It doesn't really have any more information in it, um, but I think it's a very cool trailer. And I'm really upset that we didn't get it ourselves. Yeah. Uh, so I, I would definitely check that out. They're on Sarabee.net if you're interested in that. So you can go uh, check it out there. Patch, could I could I uh, give a quick bridge into this subject? Absolutely. Hashtag Team Rowlet. <laughs> so Rowlet is the grass flying starter type po- starter Pokemon. If you have not seen it already, uh, we were also given the image of uh, Litten, which is the fire cat. Uh, it's a combination of like Litleo and like kitten. Um, and then we also got Poplio, the circus clown seal water starter. I'm sorry, who? I'm, I don't even. I know, but I don't even acknowledge that as yeah, being the, a character. The internet, I'm not, like, like it, why would I even? The internet like really hates him for some reason. And it's hot garbage. That you're talking about a seal starter, uh, Oshawott? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, what is this Poplio thing you're talking Pop-Leo. about? Poplio. Okay, but either way, um, <laughs> I think I think we can all say I think so. So Poplio. On that subject, Poplio being very unpopular with the two of you, um, as well as myself. Um, so I I have always picked water starters. Like, the past six generations, I picked the water starter for my first playthrough of these games. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time that I think I will not be picking the water starter as my starter. <laughs> mm. um, just because, I mean, the design is definitely growing on me now. I mean, it's it's been about a week. So everything's kind of like growing on me and stuff like that. I felt the same way about the Gen 5 starters when they were first announced. Uh, honestly, we don't really have enough information since we don't know what they evolved into. Yeah, yeah, and no, I think that's the main pull. No, you're 100% correct. I mean, Poplio could end up gr- growing into something like really awesome. Poplio yeah, turn into but Rowlet's out. cool now, you know? Like... Yeah, Rowlet's cool now. So is Fennekin. Fennekin was really cool when Gen 6 was announced. And then look at yeah. Delphox. Delphox. Let's was too uh, oriented to a specific gender. Yeah, well, it was that, with... and, like, so Brakeson looked really cool, too, and then, like, Delphox kind of just ruined everything. Yeah, and, it just yeah. wasn't creative enough, you know? And Universal you... praise for Rowlet here. Yeah, Universal I would say praise. so right now. I might pick Rowlet right now. As of now, I, I guarantee you before Sun and Moon come out, we will get the second stage evolution, or the stage one evolutions of these guys, and, you know, we'll have different feelings. Litten is cute though, for sure. Oh no, like, it definitely I, is. I like its thing. Um, like the internet, the internet is solidly like Rollet, Litten, Poplio. Like that's how people rank. That's also also Litten. That's a dark type. That's a oh, dark it's type. definitely a dark like, type. That, that's a dark type. Like you don't even have to pretend. Just just release that information now. Like <laughs> you can see it. No, you definitely can. I mean, it'd be really cool if it actually turned into be like a viable water or a viable uh, fire dark type. Totally original typing, do not steal. 
Oh yeah. I think the main draw for Litton right now for to, for me at least is the name because it has lit in it and there's the meme where you're lit AF. Oh my gosh. Yep. <laughs> Litton is lit AF. Can oh confirm. Oh gosh, got to deal with this. Uh, uh, so <laughs> have, we, have you guys heard about that move that that Browlet has? Uh, yeah, Leafage, where it's definitely just him like throwing leaf daggers. Leafage, leafage is, a, is a hilarious name for an attack. Yeah, him no. with the leafage joke. <laughs> no, Prepare he gets leafage. For total leafage. I, I will have to say, if you look at like Pokemon.com and you actually look more into these starters, and you take a look at their designs, they have this really cool art. Um, that accompanies them, and I think Poplio wins that contest, probably because he wins no other contest. Uh, but he gets this cool thing where he, like, first of all, Poplio has, like, a sinus infection. I'm gonna pull it up here so that we have all the descriptions of the starters. Poplio um, has wow. a sinus Poplio infection? Poplio is absolutely universally disliked. This is crazy. No, he is. I'm not even joking. He He is absolutely disliked by the internet right now. Like, they are not happy with him. It's, it like... I don't know why. I mean, at first, um, like, I was kind of like, man, these starters look kind of weak sauce. But, you know, soon Rollick grew on me and then Litton. And then Pablio's starting to get on to grow on me. So I'm not too worried I mean, about it. Uh, yeah. We also did catch, while I'm pulling this up, uh, glimpses of uh, so, Sonle- uh, Sogaleo, which I think is what we're calling the – I mean, that's the trademark that was leaked right now. Sogaleo and then Lunala. Is the is the leak trademark for the moon mascot and the sun and mm. the sun mascot re, reversed? Um, we get this giant lion and this giant bat, and they've got these really cool like space features on their faces. Yeah, and I think they're both neat. I think they're really neat, and it's a lot different than getting something dragon, which is what we got for a while. You know what I mean? We just like, oh look, dragons, because dragons are cool. Um. So, okay, so I'm pulling up Rollet. Rollet's got a description here. Uh, first of all, he's got his little art where he can, like, throw his little leaf dagger, um, which is probably what leafage is. The Pokedex says that Rollet can attack without making a sound. Uh, also, he's got his little bow tie. Um, I don't flies... know, man. Rowlet still looking like the best one in, in it, these images here. It flies silently through the skies, drawing near to its opponents without being noticed. And then lashing out with its powerful kicks. I wonder if it'll get something like double kick or something like that. Um, it can also attack from a distance using the razor sharp leaves that form part of its feathers. Leafage. Uh, it also, um, it, its visual capabilities are impressive. The darkness of night is no obstacle for Rollet. It can twist its neck nearly 180 degrees from front to back so it can see directly behind itself. It has a habit of turning its head in battle to face its trainer and receive instructions. The move Leafage attacks an opponent by striking it with leaves. The Rollet knows this move from the moment it becomes your partner. Um, it is known as the Grass Quill Pokemon as well. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, Rollet's really cool. He's got a bow tie. I mean, what's there not to like? I can uh, get Litten quickly if you yeah, want. Yeah, if you want to read Litten, you're more than welcome. Okay. Uh, I'll take Lit- Leo then. Litten okay. can attack with flaming hairballs. Its fur is rich in oils and immensely flammable. <laughs> oh my god. That, that just put an amazing mental image in my no, head. No, literally whatever it makes fireballs. I just see this flaming or... cat running around. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Litten grooms itself by licking its fur and then uses the collected fur as fuel for fireball attacks. 
When the time comes for Lytton to shed its old fur, it all burns up in a glorious blaze. The move Ember attacks an opponent by firing a small flame at it. Lytton knows this move from the moment it becomes your partner. Okay, yeah, it's just typical Pokemon. That yeah, typical stuff. Pokemon stuff. Uh, do yep. you got Poplio, Ethan? Ethan? Oh no, we lost Ethan. I do you will... want me to get Poplio for you? I'll read the long one. Oh, okay. th- wait. Oh, you got, I, I've you got, got it. I've got it here. Oh, never mind. Okay. Yep, I got it. Okay. Um, Poplio can snort out balloons made of water. Watch it spin water balloons into a playful black battle strategy. Bro- both frivolous and hardworking, Poplio can easily get carried away, unleashing enough po- power in battle to make quite a spectacle. But Poplio's determined spirit means that it can usually be found practicing hard on its balloon skills. That's the really water cool. gun move. What's up? He, it's really cool. I love his art, though. Like, his art's just like, look at me. I'm a seal. I just put oh. Rowlet steals the show in that art. Oh, no. So Rowlet just steals the show in general. I mean. Um, uh, the water gun move attacks an opponent by firing a jet of water. Populeo knows this move from the moment it becomes your partner. I mean, oh. there you go. I'm okay with Populeo not being impressive this gen. Uh, last generation, we got Froakie and Greninja absolutely stole the show. I mean, let's be completely honest there. And so, like, you know what? We can have a weaker water-type design here, you know? And then, when's the last time we had, like, a grass-type steal the show? I don't think you can say anything since, like, Trico at best. Grass-type always steals the show. And so, Rowlet... I mean, Rowlet's also the first dual-type starter since Bulbasaur. I mean, Snivy was pretty popular. Let's... Okay, serve... Okay, Gen 5... (laughs) Let's not even talk about Gen 5. Let's just pretend that that didn't exist. I'd like to think they still yeah, show every it, generation they're in. It would be much more condoning for you, Thatch, if we talk about Gen 4 instead. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to throw as many of these in as possible. Oh, my gosh. Gen 4. Um, those <laughs> the good were old good. days. Those, those starters were good. I would like to note on the uh, in the starter designs for, um, for Gen 7 that we have right now, the designs are definitely much simpler than what we're used to. Um They've definitely gone back to the much simpler color palette of Gen 1. Like, there's only three colors in any of these color palettes. There's, mm-hmm. in Rowlet, he's just white, green, and brown. And in Poplio, he's just a light blue, blue, and white. Oh, I guess he's got a pink nose. But there's no more colors than you would have seen in, like, Charmander or Squirtle or anything. I mean, it's, it's very nice. I like seeing that kind of design. I mean, it's definitely updated and a little bit more modern than the pre than the art back in Gen One, but I think it's very cool, and definitely like hits the nostalgia bone real good. I agree. You agree? <laughs> good. That's good to know. All right. Yep. So, so there were some other really cool things in this trailer. I mean, we can't we can go on for days about starters, right? Um, of course. But there were some other really cool things in these trailers. First of all, um, Hawaii confirmed. That's yes. 100% confirmed. Uh, if you actually watch the Japanese trailer, they actually fly to Oahu. And I talked a lot about this on the live show yesterday, but this is the first time anybody's going to hear it. Um, I, I'm actually very familiar with Oahu. Um, Misty's grandmother actually lives there. Um, and you can actually see her house in the Japanese trailer. Um, oh. Yeah, it's very interesting. That's crazy. Right? Yeah, right? And so she lives in Oahu within walking distance of, like, Waikiki Beach and Diamond Head Crater. And 
So seeing all those things, like just being like, oh man, I know where all this is, and then seeing the map of Alola. Uh, oh wait, what is it? Alola. Alola. Is it, is Alola. It what a dumb name for a region. But uh, it's the Alola region, aka Hawaii. Uh, so it's just Oahu, which makes me really skeptical. I'm really hoping because Hawaii is like eight islands. I really hope oh, we. Can, I hope we go more go islands than just um, Oahu in Alola. Yeah. If uh, the Gen 6 ORAS games got a 7.8 out of 10 for too much water, imagine what this one's going to get. That's true. No, no, I agree. I mean, what I could see happening is something more like the uh, Sevi Islands, where you get ferried oh. to different islands. Mm-hmm. I could see that. I would um, be a big fan of something like that happening. I, I'm glad to see that, that Pokemon's returning to America, where it belongs. <laughs> oh, boy. To be fair, it's like... It's like as close as you can get to not being in Japan, but still being in Japan. Like <laughs> Hawaii, Hawaii is hardcore. Like it's a huge Japanese tourist destination. Correct. Yeah. It, it is absolutely ginormous. Like I went to hike Diamond Head Crater last time I was there, and the amount of Japanese tourists was incredibly high. Like they had just gotten off the airplane. They're wearing like not hiking shoes for this like at all. And it was, it was they somehow still have uh, Mickey Mouse hats on somehow. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how. I mean, you're exactly right. They're like they look Mickey like Mouse they're wearing like the 80s glasses, you know, like the sunglasses that like clip onto their actual glasses that like flip uh-huh. up. They're uh-huh. still wearing those. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, well, clearly Japanese people have better fashion sense than us. Some of them still have their roll away, like their roller luggage trying oh. to like hike up this crater. It's very hey, no. It's a very you cool. Gotta place, be though. prepared. It's very cool. We get to we get to see a lot of cool things in the trailers. First of all, it looks as if uh, trainer customization is finally returned, uh, which I doubt it would ever have gone away. Um, I I mean I'm a big fan of trainer customization coming back. Uh, I would like to see more. We're definitely going to see more going on. Yes, in trainer next, customization in is a huge thing for me. I think it's a huge like, thing for everybody. It was the community was very upset that it wasn't an Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. And I, I wasn't because it was it was a remake game. It's a remake. No, you're one hundred percent right. It's a remake. It doesn't need that. Um trainer customization was one of the better things they added in Gen Six. And it definitely needs to I mean, it needs to be a staple of the Pokemon franchise from here on out. You know what I mean? Um quickly b- back on the topic of uh the name of the region. Yeah. Wouldn't it have been way better if the name of the region was Pokemon Kawaii? Kawaii. <laughs> just, I'm out. Just I'm out. What, what a bad over. joke. What a bad joke, Scrod. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I'm a Wait, big did, fan. Like did, I did Ethan leave? <laughs> I don't know. Oh god. Uh, hey guys, it's, just, some... it's me over here. I'm leaving. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I'm, I'm that was my excited. bad joke. I'm pretty excited. I mean, it is. We did get a release date too. I forgot to mention this. Um, it's November 18th. I thought that was such a trivial thing to mention, though, because I said it's going to be November 18th since Sun and Moon was announced. Um, which only makes sense because then Ga- Game Freak seems to want to release their games around the holiday season, and this is really the only big game Nintendo has coming out around the holiday season. Um, oh, uh, wait, Thatch. It's being released in Europe on the twenty third. It is, isn't it? It's like on a Wednesday, isn't that weird? And what so, a sad fact. 
Yeah, no. Uh, okay, so oh. my my theory about this, because we got the worldwide release for X and Y, October 12th, right? And yeah. then we got this, uh, we have this problem where um, during then, Canada and a lot of people in Europe leaked the game for X and Y. And I feel like Game Freak's super sour about that. And, <laughs> they're punishing them. <laughs> and they're punishing them for the X and Y leaks. <sighs> That's Maybe they happening. know that like stores in Europe are just gonna give out the games early. Yeah, so I think they know. They're just yeah. They 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 break street date all the time, and I'm I'm still very excited though. Like some say they're some say they're still breaking release date to this day right now. Right now, I okay. So if you watch the Japanese trailer, like there's a bunch of kids like playing the game and stuff like that, and they definitely have, like the screen ready to like select starters. I want to know if that's like a complete version of the game. Like, if that is a complete version of the game, I am going to be so upset because they probably were just like, yeah, kids, you can just, like, hold on to this forever. And they're playing Pokemon while I'm sitting over here not playing Pokemon. You know what I mean? There's uh, no way. I highly doubt that. They'd probably, they'd probably get, like, new copies when the game actually comes out. But probably, it's, probably really just a render. it's probably just a render. It's probably, they're probably not even, like, playing anything. That's that could be fake. very. They, okay, let's talk about like the Hawaiian kids' like acting skills. They were absolute garbage. Like when they're supposed to be like excited about playing, he's just like shaking like vigorously, and I'm just like, oh man, those are really bad acting <laughs> skills. Like right here, I'm just like, I know you're excited, but you don't have to like fake it for me, you know. That if shaking I that vigorously can exemplify any emotion. I mean, he was smiling, so I assumed it was like he. As long as I assumed, first of all, of his character that he was not a sociopath, and <laughs> that helped out. Uh, there's some, there's some other interesting things though that we can talk about here in this trailer. Um, other outside of that, I mean, first of all, it looks like we're gonna see every type of typical Pokemon area that we typically see, except for maybe something with snow. Um, I wonder how many ice type Pokemon there will be, if any, uh, lying around. <laughs> But when you do get to see your mom, there's actually a Meowth in the back, which indicates that we're going to be seeing Pokemon from previous generations, hopefully in Alola. This is going to be so hard to say. Like the, It's like Aloma Mola. Um, Alola. It's Alola. Alola. And Alola. Alola. So, so in Alola, you also get uh, Pokemon that are from previous generations. To what extent? I don't know. I'm just really hoping that it's a larger region. I mean, if if this is island is really small, maybe we do get to go to other islands in Hawaii. Because I, Oahu's not even the big island. Uh. <laughs> that I'm pretty sure that every region is in like the Pokemon world, except for maybe Unova, is based on an island of some sort. Or uh, like to, a small region of Japan. That's true. That's true. They're, they're, they are based on small regions. So, so it, we can infer based on that that it will at least be the same size as other regions. I mean, we've I mean Unova was met. very based on like New York City and it was a very large region. So I, I, I take that point. I still want to go to the rest of Hawaii. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think it'd be cool if we could go. Actually, I think that this very much bridges into the possibility of there being a battle frontier. Oh, yes. Especially the Hoenn Battle Frontier, because it's in an island region and it could be close by. This was discussed, I think, on uh, Reddit not too long ago, this possibility. And yeah. I'm a fan of this theory. I would love for this to be true. 
the one thing I wanted in the Gen 6 games was the Hoenn Battle Frontier back, but I didn't get it, and I was just so sad. I'm, and more, upset, said, I'm more upset that we didn't get a new Battle Frontier, in, like just a Battle Frontier in general. Battle Frontiers are really fun. Wait, I guess we didn't get one in, that, in black and white, uh, but Battle Frontiers are, I, I thought they were very cool, especially the Emerald Battle Frontier. That was very cool. And you know, yeah. the fourth gen Battle Frontier was alright as well. I mean, literally just rehash the same thing and I'll play it. I think that might be gone, bro. That might be done. That like that might just be a thing, like a part of the franchise that's not coming back. I mean, it could be. I mean, and that's fine by me as long as they give me trainer customization and Wi-Fi battles with like stadiums that I can choose that aren't like internet stadiums. Yeah, and don't give me a Pokemon World tournament again. Nah, that's not that great. Um, I don't want to deal with that. There was uh, there was a new um, there was new footage shown actually this past weekend on uh, Pokenshi of the game, and so this actually ver- verify issues some things that we thought tr- were true about the game. During trainer battles, it looks like trainers are actually going to show up behind their Pokemon. <gasps> this yeah. is revolutionary, right? And it would be kind of crazy if that happened. Put me I in want to see the look on Tierno's face as I destroy his dancing corfish. <laughs> I, I want to be in that battle. Put me in that location with my Pokemon. Like it's it, like we've had so many vignettes and stuff rather than like being in the actual place you're battling in. You know, like you kind of it's very removed. And yeah, I, no, I think putting you, that look at the screenshots. Uh, it looks like it's just against your first rival. Um, oh, I yeah. wish to see the contempt on my rival's and face as I obliterate. Actually, them. Like you're up on a stage battling, and it looks like people are watching you battle too. It's very Ooh. cool. Nice. I, I hope they're cheering like Guitar Hero. And if you're doing poorly, then I, I hope they start booing you. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't think they're gonna put gar- Guitar Hero in this game. But it's definitely interesting. And just like the crowd effect. I don't think that's like, gonna happen. I don't think that's gonna happen. Like what? What are they gonna do? Just have people randomly just staring at your battle? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, go check out the pictures yourself. It's on Serebii right now. Um, All right. They they have some good pictures over there. And like I said, November eighteenth. Very exciting. Um, I will be sure to make a full explosion team to get as many civilian casualties <laughs> as possible. Jeez. Yeah. I'm a big fan of... I, I can't wait to play these games. I'm very excited. Not to mention, like, this means I need to go finish Pokemon Red on my 3DS so I can transfer up my Fissure Machamps, you know? Uh, <laughs> and just so I can, like, have a fi- no-guard Fissure Machamp just go run train. Yeah. yeah everybody knows they want the Fissure no-guard Machamp. Oh, God. Be That's actually a thing. I mean, I don't know if no guard. Uh, we don't know how the abilities are going to work when you transfer them up. Um, okay. Worst case, they like. I mean, I figured that what they're going to do is they're going to be like all the Pokemon that came over have their hidden ability. You know, I feel like that's how you get around that. But, uh, I, I, that's what I would do. But all right. Um, are there anything else? Anything else you guys want to mention from? What we from all of the news from the news explosion we saw this week? Pokemon. Uh, we can talk about the legendary Pokemon. We talked about them briefly already. Um, did we talk about Magirna? Just Magirna. That's that's I it. Mean, we already we already know. Episode of Magirna. I know, but I'm saying like, 
we know now. It's the, yeah. it's, it's there. Well, the last thing that I did want to mention is because this is really cool is the graphics this time around. They, they the engine is definitely a little bit updated, and when you're running around, um, your character is definitely different. They definitely stylize the humans differently, such that they're not chibified versions of themselves anymore. Yeah, they're like uh-huh. actually proportional. Yeah, they're actually proportionally correct, and it's fantastic. I've noticed that your sprite is larger, and but everyone else's like is larger too. Yeah, yeah, no, no. And people are just like, oh, maybe they're older. I'm like, every single time we get a new Pokemon game, people claim that the characters are older. And then literally the first line in the game is always "Hello, hello, ten year old," because you're all still, <laughs> you're all still ten. Uh, I feel like they don't tell you the ages on purpose, just so you can like fill in the blank yourself. I um, imagine they're twenty five. Okay. They, they I think just... they actually reveal the like the ages because I from I think it's through the manga that people get yeah. the ages because in uh, black and white and black white two mainly black and white you played as a fifteen year old yeah that was like a well known fact yeah no no they're definitely like I don't know I don't, I don't care what their ages are because I'm gonna play Pokemon regardless um I will play Pokemon until you know I die. I think it's definitely it. a measure of like gauging your audience and who like is playing. Like if you're getting more new players, then you're probably mm-hmm. going to want to be a younger character. But if you're trying to get pl- like play a game that you expect more, uh, th- that you want to get new, uh, I mean old players back, you might want to update a little bit. Yeah. I think that's what Black sort of did. I still want to know what the fire trucks for. There's definitely a lot of questions left that I want to know before um, the games come out, but. Uh, or if get, you go well, talk to the slowpoke guy, you can find a mew underneath it. Yeah, right. Uh, Koro Koro does say that they're going to have more exclusive scoops next month, so I'm looking forward to that. We'll probably still get it in some form of something from Nintendo at E3, even though Nintendo is not supposed to have a direct at E3 this year. But we'll we'll get something. We'll see what's happening. They're just in the middle of like this huge restructuring. Mm. Uh, okay, so we're good there. We're good with everything. Yep. I'm good with things. All right, guys. Then we are going to head over to commercial break, so we will catch you on the flip-flop. Have you been salivating something fierce for a stunfisk souffle? Perhaps you've been hankering for a hearty helping of Heracross Horn. Then come on over to Rhyhorn Steakhouse, where we have an all-you-can-eat buffet now. Help yourself to our Shiftry salad bar, and then check out our frozen vanillite dispenser. Mmm, sugary! Come and get all this for more for only $9.99. Rhyhorn Steakhouse, where if it moves, we'll serve it. Poke the episode. And today's Pokemon of the episode is National Dex number 127, Pinsir, the Stag Beetle Pokemon. Their pincers are strong enough to shatter thick logs. Because they dislike cold, pincer burrow and sleep under the ground on chilly nights. And our Pokemon of the episode today is Pinsir. It was requested last week uh, to get a better Mega Pinsir moveset. Uh, for someone, so we're helping out. We're gonna, we're gonna give him some pincer knowledge. Step one: sword stance. Step two: quick attack. Yes, absolutely. It was quick attack. Back he gets up aerial plan, return. Yeah, he gets aerial repeat as needed. 
he gets aerialated his ability, so the same as Mega Salamence. So For the fourth his... move slot, I generally do superpower. Yeah, not to mention these all become stab then too, right? Uh, why superpower over uh, close combat? Oh, uh, uh, I must have just close combat. I yeah, think close is combat better. is way better. Yeah, close, close combat, combat is always better. better. Um, as another yeah. option, you could definitely run like earthquake. Uh, but I think close combat is probably the best way to go. Swords dance, quick even, attack, man. You can't be you can't beat that. Even X Scissor, if you need to counter a specific threat. Yeah. And since I don't really know what that would be unless you're like up against Cresselias and stuff. Yeah, I don't think that's like for OU. I'd say definitely this is the this is bread and butter, Mega Pincer. Like he's yeah. got a base attack of 155, base defense of 120. And a 105 speed. He's going pretty fast already, but quick attack is definitely like the priority you need. Because yeah. quick attack becomes base 60 once aerial 8 hits. It's also a flying type move, so it's not resisted by as many things as normal types. And, I mean, with a base 155 attack, how can you beat that, right? Uh, pretty powerful. Yeah, it's pretty powerful. Not to mention with a swords dance on top of that, right? Like, swords dance. Let me see if I can get his stats and do a quick calculation. I mean... You're looking at a you're looking at an attack stat of 898 after a sword dance, um, which is ginormous. Ginormous, like absolutely, absolutely obscene. No, it is. That's obscene. Like 898. Like that's almost 900. That's almost over 900, which is really close to being over 9,000. Um, I don't know why I did that. I'm gonna check um, your math on that really quick. I don't <laughs> trust me. I'm a physicist. I know my math. Okay. Hmm. Okay, so a lot of people's remembrances of Pinsir are about how lame it was when it couldn't defeat a Metapod. <laughs> uh, can yeah. we just talk about that for a moment? Oh man, Shiny Pinsir's actually cool. Uh, I mean, it's but, blue. Yeah, but it's actually like it's I not like one it. of like it's not one of the puke green or like pink shinies. Yes, blue is a cool color, as Compared in it is to... a cool color palette. I mean, you know, it's... you know what, you know what the Pokemon, uh, what Game Freak should do sometime is they should have like a day of the year where every single color is swapped on every Pokemon from normal to shiny, and it's just absolute chaos. No, that would be awful. That would devalue shiny so much. Like all, of, yeah, of all, course, it would destroy like everybody that shiny hunts on Twitch. Like there would be no purpose to shiny hunt. You're just like, yeah, I'm just gonna wait until that day. Yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but I, I want to see everything shaken up. They've gotten too comfortable. Shiny yeah. hunters have gotten too comfortable. Like their their systems you have are an too agenda against shiny hunters. No, no, no. I just I think I think they've for too long things have been going too well for them. They need something to just really come in and mess everything up. <laughs> Break the status quo. Ethan, that's so evil. Um, Break free from the mundane timeline. Yeah, I just I want to see a, a lot of terrible green Pokemon running around. Terrible green Pokemon. <laughs> is they're all like this puke green color. There's like a puke green and then pink, and then everything else is cool. You know what I mean? I'm going to have a team of Petalils. What team are they? What color shiny Petalil? Uh, I will find out. Oh my gosh, you're just saying this off the top of your head? Yeah, because Petalils suck. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so Pinsir is actually really good. I mean, we just talked about how like what you could run on to make it competitive. This is obviously a 252 attack, 252 speed, and I think Jolly, because you want him to go fast. You want to be Sonic the Hedgehog. 
Ooh, Petalil is one of those shiny Pokemon that almost look no different from its normal part. That's great. It's like cauliflower to broccoli almost. Oh my except gosh. not as like distinct. Oh man. Okay, and so uh, there is one Pinsir TCG card in rotation. It is in Breakthrough, and it is also in the Generations expansion right now. Uh, it is a pretty bad card. It is a hundred HP Grass type. It oh, is Petalil EX. Pe- what? This is Pinsir. There's no Pinsir EX. Not yet. Oh, yet. Okay. Um. He, for one grass energy, it can do overhead throw for 30 damage. This attack does 20 damage to one of your bench Pokemon. What? That's a garbage attack. Um, and then for one grass energy and a double colorless, you could do heavy super, heavy suplex for 40 plus damage. This <laughs> attack does 20 more damage for each re, uh, energy in your opponent's active Pokemon's retreat cost. This is a really bad card. Um, please, please do not use it. What? We implore you, do not run this poke. It's so bad. I mean, there's so many other cards you can play. There's no reason to play this pincer. It like hurts your own bench, and it's based on your opponent's retreat cost. Run, uh, run, run, Mega Pincer in the games, though. He's a good. Yeah, poke. Mega Pincer in the game. It's really good. I mean, I'm a six hundred base stats, bro. Like, what do you? Yeah. No, it's so... like it's really good. Mega. That's one of the Pokemon that I've been meaning to play with. I I play with Mega Heracross during the UUTC. I'm going to see if I can get some Mega Pinsir love going here, though. I just... Mega Pinsir's type is garbage. It's like... I, I, I hate it. Bug <laughs> I flying? Hate I mean, it's really bad for stealth rocks, right? And yeah. It's Take that odd. Like, yeah. what are you going to do with that? I mean, it's really hard to deal with that. Uh, like, what is that one game on the PC that was like a fighting Pokemon game? Uh, it's like, called Pokemon Wild type. Yeah. Uh, or Type Wild. Is what type Wild. Yeah, that's what it was. And... Uh, like, I think we can agree that Pinsir is pretty much a boring Pokemon. I mean, but yeah. in Type like Wild, it. there was the duo fighting team of Swalla and Pinsir, where mm-hmm. Swalla would just open its mouth and then a Pinsir would pop out and try to grab something That's and right. pull it in. That's and right. that was the best, like, Pinsir reference I've ever seen. I remember that. Yeah, I Type think it's Wild hilarious. was actually a really cool game. It was actually made by the people who used to animate the show. Mm. That's why it actually looks so pretty. Okay, Pinsir's not that bad. It's just a little like creepy. I mean, the problem is you could run a lot of other things other than Pinsir, especially now. Like a Heracross. Like, like Heracross. I mean, Heracross does really well. Um, the skill link, I think, is a little bit better than the Aerial 8. And Pin- or Heracross also gets like access to a bunch of moves that skill link can like use quick attack on pincer i mean it's not bad it's a good pokemon you could definitely use it if it's your favorite it's not by no means is pincer like unusable heracross is better but pincer will always beat heracross yes that's true <laughs> that's true i mean that's generally generally i would say heracross over pincer but you can try pincer i'm not sure about any good cores or anything with pincer right now um, that you definitely need to run it with a rapid spinner or defogger because you gotta get like Ethan said that typing's awful. So maybe run it with like an Excadrill; it will work out pretty well. Um, you could also Excellent. try something like, I mean, you gotta get rid of Skarmory. Skarmory's gonna be a huge problem for Mega Pinsir. It can't really do anything to it. Yeah. So anything like a Fire type would work. Slowbro is uh is pretty good though too. I think to work with it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You'd have to definitely play around with it. I think, I think it's definitely gonna hurt 
uh, like Mega Pinsers definitely you have to watch out for hazards. That's the main thing. Yeah, if you're looking for a surprise stealth rocker, it can actually learn stealth rock. That's true. It can. That'd be such a weird like. Oh man, that Pinsir Mega evolved and used stealth rock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. You can technically get uh, rock climb, I think, from past gens, too. Ooh, rock climb. Well, return does more damage than rock climb. Yeah, but so you're gonna want to run return. Is better. It's uh, the 102 base power. Yeah, 102 old, base old power old. is way better. It can learn smackdown though too, which is really cool. Yeah. Oh man, it gets it gets some really de- like weird moves. Some I mean, tech moves. Yeah, it gets some. It doesn't have a bad move pool at all. Oh well, that's. I mean, I, that's all I can tell you about Pinsir right now. Uh, <laughs> Mega Pinsir is tied with Mega Heracross and I believe Genesect for the Genesect, highest, yeah. uh, highest attack stat of all Bug type Pokemon, which is cool. Um, the highest base stat total. My bad. Um, and it's based on a Stag Beetle, which is which is one of the Beetleborgs. And more importantly, used for insect fighting. Did you just drop a big bad Beetleborg reference? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Do you actually know what they are? <laughs> I have talked to so many people, and nobody knows. Yeah. No, I, I know what the I know what the bad, big bad Beetleborgs were. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Of course. Oh my gosh. They, I have been having conversations so much. Kids went to. They were in a haunted house, right? And then. Yeah. Yeah, and then they they got powers from that somehow. Because there's a genie um, in it that like gave them the powers for some reason. Yeah, and they're kid like they're children rather yeah. than like teenagers in, yeah, in Power Rangers. Yeah, they're not like adults that should should be given this kind of responsibility. And like it somehow manages to have lower production value than even Power Rangers. Yeah, how that well is because I think Big Bad Beetleborgs was all like U.S. made. I think it was like a Fox Kids show or no, something. No, it was. It was like so they like they wanted to capitalize on like the Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. And so what they did was they actually added, like, they're just like, oh, man, this could be like Power Rangers. Kids like Beatles. And it was I more, think... it was more, it was, there was more budget for it to be shot in America. Or more scenes had to be shot in America than in, uh, than in Power Rangers. But I wasn't, Be- uh, Beetleborgs was also, in a, like, that was also an ad- adaptation of a Sentai show, I Yeah, there was, no, there was definitely a Sentai show. That was still about it. But, like, yes. I think they, they shot more scenes in the U.S. for it yeah. than they yeah, did yeah. for Power Rangers. Uh-huh. Like, more fight scenes. It, most po- fight scenes in early Power Rangers were all sh- just stolen from the Sentai. Correct. <laughs> and, said, that, that's our other podcast. That That's our next... I mean, I could... I know enough to talk about Power Rangers on a podcast. Um... Yeah, as much Pokemon as I know, I probably know just as much Power Rangers. Oh, man. I, oh, well. Is what? that a feat? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> it, it, it is a feat, okay? I don't know what to do with that knowledge. Like, I know way too much Power Rangers stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, in Season 15, did you know there was an episode where Alfalfa had to fix the morphing grid so that they brought back Adam, no, the original shut Black up. Ranger? <laughs> To lead a new team of Power Rangers. Be quiet, Thatch, and move on. <laughs> this is boring me. Oh, it's very interesting. Let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> I cannot deal with this obscure '90s children's TV show reference any longer. That wasn't '90s. That was season 15. That's like late 2000s. Uh, okay. 
most of my information about Power Rangers is Power Rangers in deep space, right? Is that it? Uh, what is it? Lost, Lost Planet? Space, or Lost Galaxy? Lost Galaxy, yes. Are you talking about the one yeah. with the condor and, like, the lion? And... It's the one with the swords. It's the swords. Yeah, that's, that's the important Lost thing. Lost Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Team of Power yeah. Rangers, yeah. I, okay, okay. All right. No more. We, we can't keep going. We're done. We're done. We're done. Pincer, though. Goodbye, He's a cruel world. Uh, <laughs> we like Pincer. We like Pincer. He's actually pretty good. Uh, so try him out. Um, if you want to learn more Pokemon, you can check out the articles written by the writing staff on VocalPodcast.com. We have a host of writers, including Scrawn, Viger, uh, Locke, oh my gosh, Snag, Whimsicott, Basket, Jushiro, and Sublime. I had them all. Wow. So many writers. Yeah, right? So check out their articles. They write awesome articles. Um, and we are going to kick it on over, guys, to the mailbag. It's mail time. It's time for the mailbag. Send in your emails. Your mail's here. Check your inbox. It's time for the mailbag. Mail! And welcome to the mailbag. As always, the mailbag is brought to you by the energy drink, Green Tauros. The energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves! Gotcha. And as always, we will be giving out the Green Tauros badge to anybody we deem worthy. Um, the mailbag, for those of you who are new to it, are this is the segment where we talk about or we read listener emails so if you want to be part of the show to some extent we will read your email on the air um we will read as many as we can before we run out of time so last week's question was um what are some features you would like to see come back to sun and moon uh, we know that trainer customization is returning so let's see what everybody had to say so let's jump right on in our first email here today is from rocket or damien the rocket agent, I guess. Uh, the team rocket agent. Uh, rocket agent S, S rank. rank. Ah. Hey, Buckalonians. Team rocket agent Damien here, and I want to see returnish in Sun and Moon is butt fart blue slash Gary Oak. That's right. I want the next Pokemon professor to be Professor Blue Oak. That is not true. It is Professor Hala. Uh, we forgot to mention that during the show. Um. Oh. It was already mentioned in X and Y that Professor Oak's grandson traveled to the Kalos region studying Pokemon. And if Sun and Moon are going to be related to the Kalos region, as many theorize, it would be perfect if we got our starters from Professor Buttfart. Let me know what you all think, and I will catch you on the flip-flop. Damien, Rocket, Agent, S-Rank. It's actually well, Hala. I think it'd be kind of silly to have a Pokemon professor named Buttfart. <laughs> but it, that might just be me. I mean, it'd be funny. I, I'm a big fan, but the the one the problem is because like it was such a custom name. I don't think they would ever make him a professor. You know what I mean? Well, like bring back yeah. that character. They did it once, and I think they're done with it. Wait, is Professor Holland a woman or a Hala, man? Hala. Hala. He's the big fat uh, Hawaiian guy that throws the starters out of the Whoa! Corner. Big fat Hawaiian guy. Yeah, he wears. All like, right, a that's the show this week, guys. Uh... His name's right. uh, his name's Hala. And it's actually Hala. it is actually a tree. It is actually a tree. It's like a I thought that was the name of tree. the starter Pokemon that your rival had. No. no. Oh. Okay. It's Professor cool. Hala, which is actually a tree. It's like a subspecies of palm tree. Oh. The okay. more you know. 
Fun fact. I looked it up. Like, first thing I did is, like, look that up. All right. It's nice. kind of like Rowan. Like, how many of you know that Rowan's a tree? You know what I mean? Or Juniper. Like, I, I, I knew those. I didn't know. I didn't know those until they were Pokemon professors. All right. All right. You want to well, get this next Ethan? one, Scrawn or Ethan? Oh, I don't me? care. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take one. Uh, take it from uh, Kyotai King. Yeah, Kyotai King. Hi, new listener here. Found you guys while cruising for more Sun and Moon info. So I love your podcast, except your intro music, which really drives me nuts. Well, that's not. Go complain that's... to Bo. Yep. Uh, I know I'm late with the last mailbag, but I I had to add point zero two. I had to add two two cents. Oh Jesus! Okay, I had to add, to add my two cents. Yeah. Uh, I'm incredibly partial to some poison types. My first Pokemon, besides my po- uh, my starter Squirtle, was a Nidoran female. Bubbles, my first Blastoise, and Nanoa, my Nidoqueen, were all the eight year old need needed to conquer Kanto. I fell in love with each poison type I found, especially uh, Scolipede, which means that I would love to see poison type pseudo legend. Uh, I would love to see a poison type pseudo legendary. I was thinking perhaps a poison fairy, rather bulky like Lefable, uh, with a high special attack. I would love it if they just made it hideously cute, but gave it a sort of naughty side that would account for the poison type. That's a I like decent this guy. Yeah. yeah, I like this guy. I like that. Put a lot of thought into that. Um, Moving on to this week's mailbag, I'd like to see something along the lines of Pokewalker from Heart Gold Soul of the Poker Walker from Heart Gold Soul Silver. I would really like it if they let us hatch eggs like this. From my busy work schedule, I often do, I don't often get to sit down and hatch eggs obsessively to make my desired battle team. Or perhaps we could uh, we could select a stat to train, and our steps would increase that stat. Uh, I love the Pokewalker and love that I could essentially always be involved with Pokemon, even when. I didn't have time to sit down and play for hours. I know that Pokemon Go is going to do something along these lines, but I, I doubt it'll be compatible with Sun and Moon. And that's the email. Uh, they actually yeah. said something about Butcher Pokemon email. Go not being standalone. Really? Yeah. So I don't. I think we'd be. I would. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw some kind of compatibility between the two. Ties in with uh, Pokemon Rumble. <laughs> Guy knows uh, poison types are where it's at. All right, you want to get this next one from uh, Phoenix Scyther, Scrawn? Phoenix's Scyther. What an interesting name. Yeah. Hi, Pucklers. I was greatly impressed with some of the ideas you put across on the last show. I have to say, I did completely forget about the Pokeballs made in gold and silver, but bringing them back would be a great touch. Things I'd like to see return in Sun and Moon. One, Victini. I haven't managed to get a Victini since my game crashed with my event Victini on it. It's such a cool little guy, and I'd love the opportunity to get my hands on it again. I don't know if the Pokemon guys are planning on giving it away within the next few months for the 20th anniversary. They are. But with it being the only legendary I've really used, I'd like to see it again. They are giving Two. it away. They they are. It will. I don't think we know I when. Which but month it is? It's. it's uh, let me let me. I'm gonna find out. Let me find out. You okay, keep going, Strong. Tell say after the email. Two, like most people wanted the Battle Frontier in Oraz. I think something similar would be good in the region, or at least some form of continued storyline. It's maybe just generation that lets us travel back through all the generations and complete each one. Although I doubt it. Three, Looker. Although there are theories that Looker is in all the games, I really liked the Looker episode in the post-Elite 4 in X and Y. 
I think there is a possibility to do a lot more with him, maybe introduce him earlier and have you four team rocket. I very much doubt this one, but I think the evil teams will exist on their own with their own plans. Although I would like to push for power from the team rocket crew, possibly link that with looker and a side story later on in the game. Five, the unofficial gym. Like in Kanto, you have a gym in Saffron City. Nothing important, just a nice touch. I could go on for a long time, but I will stop there. Thanks for the podcasts. Keeps me from going insane at work. Phoenix is Scyther. I think these definitely had a lot of thought put into them. Yeah, absolutely. That's, yeah, he has some very specific things he wants, and I don't think they're that unreasonable. No, these are like maybe super the whole reasonable. traveling back. Maybe, oh. not, maybe not like traveling back through the generations. Completely. Yeah, that's Victini, probably going to have to is, wait a few uh, hundred years. Victini is part of Pokemon Twenty. It is in September this year. Um, let me double check here. It is over the Nintendo Network and not at GameStop, so you can just download Victini in September. Fun fact. That is a fun fact. All right. So our next email here is going to be from Jester. <laughs> Hi, yonder puckle people. Jester is back and ready for action. With my sun and moon, I'd like an order of Jodo or perhaps Sinnoh. A second nostalgia-filled continent would be the perfect dessert after a scrumptious new adventure. I'd also love to see secret bases be more fleshed out and less secretive. You'd love to be secret bases to be less secretive? Uh, I basically want my own place to decorate and chill with my pokey peeps, ideally with arcade machines that let me play those dumb spin-offs that I almost miss. So yeah, I basically want animal an Animal Crossing house with my Pokemon. Bye. I think you're all special. Keep on keeping on. Jestern. All right. Um, Ethan, you get this next one from uh, Antonin. Okay. All right. Hey, guys, before I start the mailbag, I wanted to mention that I have a trigger warning for Thatch specifically. So, Thatch, brace yourself. The MMO is coming. Oh. <laughs> okay. I want an MMO side of Pokemon. Yep, that's right. Not as a whole story, not as a big part of the story, uh, but as a side feature. Pokemon is already heavily invested in, uh, into online gameplay. We have Battlespot, online tournaments, mystery gifts, friend safari, etc., Let's put all of that together and have an immersive online experience instead of a shallow one. Let me enter some portal or get into some ship and get to an online-only island or even a small region where I can see other players, my friends, if they're online, and battle rotating gym leaders and experience special events. Imagine this town. Let's call it Antonin's Town. The market carries regular items but also special items that change week to week. There's a special gym arena where old gym leaders and special trainers from the past come to challenge you. Or hey, characters, or, hey, characters from the anime slash movies, let me fight against the next movie's villain. And my friends, my friends need, uh, and my friends, my friends need to see, need to have houses in local neighborhood where I can come visit them. They'll take me to their backyard, which turns out to be this friend, uh, friend safari that they can customize. Not only, the, uh, not only that, but special events take place in this little town. Celebrating Pokemon 20th anniversary? Cool. Let's put on a fireworks display in Anton, uh, Antonin's town park. <laughs> oh ethan are you still there uh oh am i dropping am i, am uh, I yeah, you just dropped uh but yeah am I, oh, wait we're, am just, I good now? You, we're just talking about the park yeah you're fine now okay are you getting a special event pokemon why not fight it in a cave that suddenly appeared on, in the mountain by the town 
I'm a huge fan of DLC and events and games, so this would be an awesome way to do that. And even take a friend along with you. Imagine taking your best friend and going to a town, uh, going to take down Team Flare's outpost that they set up last week, or fight off, uh, fight off Pokemon poachers that show up every once in a while. And on top of that, use that town as an interface for all of my online interactions without taking away the menu. If I want a mystery gift, send me to the mystery shop or something. If I want to do a battle spot, let me walk into some uh, some tournament hall and sign up. Anyways, phew, that's my idea. Uh, I guess it's not a true MMO, but you get it. We already have most of these mechanics. They just need to be packaged up into a neat bundle. And that was uh, that is a, an ambitious concept. It is ambitious. If they if they do an MMO, it would be very short lived if it was relegated to just a town, though. Yeah, no. Like, what they just... would need to do is do a dungeon replaced instance instance system where the gyms are the dungeons and extensive, but also like have a quest system outside of the game. Not making it necessary to actually get any badges. I don't think that's sort of like. Work. Yeah, it, it it would take a lot of thought and planning and probably stuff that they don't plan to do. Okay, I've got this next email from Jedi DJ. Greetings from Florida. I enjoyed last week's discussion on new features. Whenever I hear this topic brought up, I think about other open world RPGs. I would like to see some optional quests. I know we kind of get a few of these already, but I would like to see more. Perhaps some fetch quests would be nice. Go and get this item, or bring this item to so-and-so. Maybe we could get a catch-10 of this Pokemon quest. They could tie these quests into their own side stories, or just leave us hanging as to why. Maybe they would make these quests repeatable daily. Either way, having more side stuff to do is always a plus. Aside from the mailbag, I have been breeding and breeding and training and trading for weeks. I finally got enough BP to buy power items and such, so that makes things easier. My younger brother is about to be Omega Ruby for the first time so I have been breeding pokes for him as well. It's nice to have local friends and relatives to play with. I want to shout out to Jedi Zeke, my little brother, as this week will be his first time listening to the podcast. Well, thanks for the great podcast. Keep them coming, and may the Force be with you, Jedi DJ. All right. So then the next one is from... Oh my gosh, I don't know what his name is. Um... Uh, uh... He didn't give me a name to call him. Uh... One moment. I'm going to call him T.S. Okay. Uh, That's how we're going. Hey, guys. I've been doing some research, and I think I put together a pretty decent theory. I guess I'll just call him Tyrese, actually. Uh, That's what I'll call him. Yeah. Uh, So he knows that we're reading his email. Um, I have been doing some research, and I think I put together a pretty decent theory of how they may expand the lore in Son of Moon. I'm sure we've all heard heard Tyranitar Tube's theory on Zygarde and why. While I think it's a good one, I believe he's only half right. I think Zygarde has a lot to do with the legends in Sun and Moon, but not in the same way. In Japanese legend, there are the three noble children. Uh, say these for me, Scrawn. Oh, it's uh, Tsukuyomi, Ametarasu, and Susanoo. Who were born when Izagi, uh, Izanagi, right? Uh, Izanagi. Izanagi washed away his sins. Uh, Tsukuyomi. <laughs> is the god of the moon. Amaterasu. Is the son of, is of the sun. And Susanu of the storm. I know it may be far-fetched, but I think the perfect Zygarde may represent Izanagi. Z- uh, 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 oh my gosh. I'm just butchering this. In this story... <laughs> Just looking at the colors on his chest and the it's yet to be explained story. Diving even deeper, Izanagi is one of the gods that created Japan, and being that 
being Izanami. Izanami can come into play in the story of Sun and Moon unless they plan to use something like Arceus to play this role. Zygarde's role of protecting the Earth could be explained here. Also, there is the connection between Sun and Amara- uh, the Sun and Amaratsu. In Japan, emperors are said to be direct descendants of Amaratsu. The Sun legend being a lion, which in many stories represents kings, is perfect to me. I think with this, we may see some connection with AZ and Lysander, possibly even Unova. I'm really sorry for the long email, but I just didn't tell somebody about it. Thank you. Thank uh, you very problem, much, Tyrese. That's some cool stuff. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, the more you know. Right. Um, who wants this? Who's up next? It's Ethan. Yes. Ethan, which one is the next here? one from uh, Rolive? Um, which one? Uh, it says mail is here. That's his subject. Mail is here. Okay, got it. Hello, Thatch and co-hosts. Hopefully, Whimsicott. I, I'm sorry to disappoint you. We have you. destroyed his dreams. I am so sorry. I am not Whimsicott. Yeah, um, I can, pre- I, I I can pretend, pretend to be. No, uh, that would no, be offensive. Don't, don't do it. <laughs> okay. Just for, for the, for the, I'm sure she'd appreciate it, but maybe another time. Okay. Greetings from Puerto Rico. My name is Roliv, and may I say, what a wonderful time it is to be alive and to love Pokemon. First, let me get to the mailbag question. What I definitely want slash need back in Sun and Moon is the Wonder Trade feature. That's true. Wonder Trade Wednesdays have become a part of me. I cannot imagine my life without them. I think Wonder Trade was unif- uh, has unified Pokemon, uh, the Pokemon community in an amazing way. Not to mention that it has filled our PC boxes with Wurmples and Zigzagoons. Hopefully it will stick around. Uh, now let's talk about, about Thatch's magical powers. I listened to the last episode on the same day uh, the new starters and legendaries were revealed, and I was half amazed, half spooked on how po- uh, how on point Thatch's predictions were. I mean, now I'm starting to think there might be a game fre- uh, game freak slash puckle dumble unit, jeez, <laughs> double agent whispering in my in his ear. Seriously, I am very happy with all the news we got, and I think I'll be joining hashtag Team Linton mainly because cats rule, and who can say no to that face? I think they're all a great addition to the starter Pokemon family. Thank you guys for the podcast. It's gotten me through many hours stuck in my car with nowhere to go. Keep up the good work. And by the way, think of me if you have any extra dark, uh, dark ride codes uh, around since GameStop decided to close here in the P- um, in Puerto Rico on the 20th anniversary of Pokemon just to mock me. Uh, mock me. Until next time, ciao. I think Shamu's got some, so we can okay. definitely talk to him about it. Two things to... Uh... To Rolliv. One, love the energy. Two, wait, what was I going to say? It's Team Rowlet. Rowlet? I think you might be mistaken. Oh, he misspelled Rowlet. Litton. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, not sure where that's coming from. Uh, Okay, Scrawn, you get this next one from Cookie. Okay. Uh, Okay, Cookie. Hey, ya, Puckle Gang. Cookie here. Oh, wait, I need to do one of my voices. Um,. Let's do gangster voice. Hey, yo, Puckle Gang, Cookie here. Let's just start off by saying Team Rowlet for real. Also, who knew King Moonracer from the Island of Misfit Toy? No, this is more like stoner drug dealer voice. Mm. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'll just do my normal voice. Also, who knew King Moonracer from the Island of Misfit Toys evolved into a legendary Pokemon? <laughs> I can definitely get behind that. So one of the things I hope they keep in Sun and Moon is an uninterrupted Pokemon daycare leveling and egg hatching route. Being able to hold down left or right and not have to pay attention to anything is great. 
Plus, I can continue to put some weight on the button and let my Pokemon level up at the daycare when I'm at work. Well, back to getting ready for the Johto Classic and the Puckle Summer League. Keep up the good work, Cookie. Awesome. I- I'm sorry for experimenting with that awful voice early on. That was awful. I'm not going to lie. I will... Okay. Yeah. All right. So here we go. One more. Well, two more emails. I apologize. Um, so this is from R Sigma Sky Battles. Because who doesn't enjoy seeing flying Pokemon sprites in perpetual flight? Uh, he wants Sky Battles to return. Uh, surely not Zatu or Electros. Most assuredly <laughs> not them. Assuredly. Oh. Though seriously, where did the Articuno slash Zapdos slash Moltres get the standing animations and scene in mystery gift? Hello, Puckalonians. Getting serious, there are plenty of features I'd love to see return, so I'll choose one from each generation starting at two. Because most features removed from generation are because of certain international rating sports. Gen 2, I'd love to see time-specific Pokemon on routes return, and in the same vein, time-specific events like Mount Moon Monday or Friday Night Lapras. I like that, too. Yes, that's nice. Gen 3, Battle Factory. I'm not asking for a frontier, nor am I asking for online rank factory, at least not on the 3DS. I wouldn't mind seeing it expanded and have the same battle options as the Mason. Uh, From Gen 4, direct player interaction similar to the Underground and Entry Link. This gets to include secret bases too, I ho- I suppose. Gen 5, different music from in- for the inside of each gym. Gen 6, Pokemon mounts. While Rhyhorn was a little underwhelming, Skidoo and Sharpedo were super fun, and Latias uh, was game-changing. Maybe we could ride Suicune, Raikou, or Entei like in Pokemon Ranger, Guardian Signs. Uh, R-Sigma of Team Litten. I want to take one second. Uh, I, I don't know if this is information I'm supposed to give away, but R Sigma's icon uh, uh, for his email is the R from uh, the hero card from Yu Gi Oh! Yeah, it is. It's that, that's totally, he thought he could get away with it, but I knew. I knew. <laughs> nice. You're 100% yes. right. It is. Um, uh, but and he, he doesn't want to it either. Uh, he also had a typo on his. Yeah, it's it's Team Rowlet R Sigma. <laughs> not, not... I, it's yeah, a really it's... common mistake people keep making. Yeah, yeah nobody. I, I mean, it's fine. It's spelled R O W L E T. Okay, guys. Uh, yes, it's... Okay. One more I'll time. R O W L E T. This last one is from our friend Merlin. Okay. Aloha, my fellow Puckle people. Your favorite wayward wizard Merlin has reappeared. It has been a few months since my last mailbag, but I'm back for the foreseeable future. My wizarding schoolwork and preparation for study abroad to Berlin and Prague this summer have left me with little time for Pokemon. However, I have jumped aboard the Gen 7 hype train and don't plan on getting off for a while. So, onto the mailbag. What I would like to see in return for uh, what I would like to see return to Pokemon Sun and Moon would would have to be the gift Pokemon that were available in Pokemon X and Y. What I mean is, I liked getting a Gen One starter. Hopefully, we would get Gen One, uh, Gen Two starters, and I liked getting Lucario, Ty, uh, Ty, Tyrantrum, Lapras, and uh, Snorlax. He wasn't technically a gift, I know. Um, I feel like it is a throwback to the original games, and I love nostalgia. However, I feel like they shouldn't just throw gift Pokemon at you. I want to have to complete a side quest or something similar and feel accomplished when I get a gift Pokemon. Anyway, back to Mastering Magic. Aloha, Puckle people. P.S. Since Summer League is coming up, what Pokemon gems are you guys hoping to see in Pokemon Sun and Moon? A wild Merlin is fled. An electric-type gem. They don't have enough of those. 
I would like to see an eco-terrorist who is a poison-type master. Ooh. Uh, maybe that's the evil team. Or Ooh. maybe the evil team is a corporation that uses tourism to bring people to the Alola region. Do you think we'll ever get dual-type gyms? No. No. There are only 18 <laughs> types. And then you do dual types, and it gets weird. I don't know. I'd like to see something again like Tate and Lee's. Not in our day. Like that, you know? Another double mm. battle gym? That'd be interesting. Double battle gyms are fun. Or gym was fun. It Singular. Would be interesting. Right, that's it for the mailbag this week, guys. If you would like to write in next week, you can send an email to pucklepodcast at gmail.com. You can first let us know if you liked our trivia section today. That would be great. Um, on top of that, you we are going to be answering the question, what team are you on, Team Rowlett? Uh I think it's called Litton or Poplio. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, yes. So, <laughs> what? Oh, Who? Yeah, yes. exactly. Uh, Who? It's, I heard you Rowlett, can choose and that's from it. Team Rowlett, Team Rowlett, or Team Rowlett. Yes, yeah, so I ride Rowlett till I die. So let us know which starter you would choose at Pucklepodcast at gmail dot com. Um, in the meantime, you could do uh, wonderful things. I think this week is our week off from doing an extra show. Uh, we will be doing, but you, in the meantime, you can like us on, or follow us on Twitter, which is at Pucklepodcast. Like us on Facebook, uh, Facebook dot com slash Pucklepodcast. You can f- subscribe to our subreddit, r slash Puckle. You can check out our Tumblr, which is pucklepodcast.tumblr.com. And if you have time, please do leave us an iTunes review. It helps us out a ton. Um, it helps a us lot. Get, it does. It helps us get so bigger. Much help. It helps uh, us stay motivated. Um, it prevents Ethan from crying in his sleep. Um, and Nothing will prevent that. <laughs> <laughs> and we, it, it's just very much appreciated. What's even more appreciated, though, is if you have some uh, extra money lying around, if you would go and support us at our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash pucklepodcast. There are some rewards there, and we really appreciate the help there. So check that out. Um, I think that's everything. And so I guess until next time, I am Trainer Thatch. I've been Ethan. And I have been Scrawn. Oh, Oh, wait one second. I'm sorry I cut you off there, Scrawn, but... Please send emails for Puckle Movie Night. Oh my goodness. Or Puckle Puckle Movie Club. And there will be a Puckle Movie Night coming up. I just have to find a day where things are copacetic because it's hectic right now because I don't have a job. But yeah, Puckle Movie Club. Please send your emails in. We want to read your thoughts on movies. Thank you. Ooh. Sorry for cutting you off, Scron. No, it's fine. It's fine. Okay, so this time again, <laughs> I'm Trainer Thatch. I'm Ben Ethan. I have Ben Scrum. And here in the Lavender Down Radio Tower, it's closing time.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.